2: and here we are it is a thursday inside our very own swbc mortgage studios and i'm going to start off this thursday show with a question for you everson yes, Walsh. Sir. you remember phil Derek, back in the phil day was
3: my man number 75 he was known for Numbers. the most uh benign rule change probably in, in football uh he kept uh, getting drawn off sides by George Young in an extremely important game of ours. We end up losing it yeah. because he kept being drawn off sides by the the encroachment of the d lineman and now they yes. have the rule that uh the d lineman can't do that anymore. thank you phil Poster. yep and I
2: remember it uh False start number 75, Phil Posderick. And the reason I bring that up is that our own Mickey Spagnola has earned the title False Start Mickey today because as we were just getting started, as we pulled back the curtain behind the scenes, it was comical hearing Mickey get set up at his home. SWBC Mortgage Studio. And it made you think
3: uh, of Phil Posdarek. That is very cool. <laughs> it made me think of Phil Posdarek.
2: No, because
0: Ricky. because he got called for holding about five times in that
3: 1986 game when Danny White broke his wrist. When it was all said and done, even after all of those holding calls, we still had a chance with the Dorset screen pass. Down yes. to like the two yard line, and once again, bring it back. Holding once again. Somebody got right. called for holding, right? Yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah him. Yeah. So you know somebody. what I
0: remember. So you know what I remember about Phil Posderick? Not only that game. So it was game nine in '86. Both teams were six and two. Uh, the Cowboys uh, only won uh, one more game, and the Giants went undefeated the rest of the way to win the Super Bowl. By the way. Uh, in 87 during the strike Phil Potts disappeared he never came back after the strike <laughs> and they made me go to his house and knock on the door the newspaper did right i said no, i don't want to do that said, oh, yeah yeah we need to do that we need a comment from him so i went and i believe his wife answered the door and no, phil's not available mm. now every now every time he sees me i act like he's act like i'm his best friend <laughs>
3: Phil Posderick <laughs> Pos- is a self-proclaimed um, computer geek, actually. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Phil mm-hmm. built his own computer. I could believe that. So...
2: So what you're saying, Everson, is Mickey needs to invite Phil Paz Derek <laughs> over to his house at one thirty every single day so that Mickey can get set up for mix shots every day. That's what you're Phil telling.
3: Phil can tell him what not to do. <laughs> exactly. All I wanna say right. one last thing so. and
0: we can go on and talk about the cowboys. <laughs> All I gotta say is if my if my phone froze up, nothing happened at my end, okay?
3: Ah, mm, shots fired All at right. Chris. I think. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Chris. Shots fired at Chris. <laughs>
2: and I'm told that his his phone may be frozen oh, right my now. Goodness. So we may or may not have Mickey <laughs> it's not right now. Not frozen
0: on my end.
2: All right. All right. No, he's there. Chris Beam says he is there. All right, let's kick things off. I'm seeing a quote from Jalen Smith as he is talking with the media as we speak, probably. And he describes this game against the Washington football team as a must-win game. It's a must-win. It's a must-win both of these games. Not only this week, but against Philadelphia next week. How would you describe it? Let's start with you, Mickey. Uh, I think that Mike McCarthy uh, described it as...
0: This whole thing is about winning one game each week, and frankly, this is a big game for us. Because his point was, if you win your division games, you can win the division no matter what else That's happens. simple as
3: that, simple and, and, as that, I like and he that. he
0: said normally, in normal seasons, the magic number in your division is if you get to four, you, your probability of getting into the playoffs uh, increases. And five or six means you're probably in. And I think if you look at it, I believe the last, I want to say the last three years, maybe four, the Cowboys have gone five and one. They went Mm. three and three in 2016. Uh, Dak lost twice to the Giants, the opener by one point, and then another one by, I believe it was two points. And then they cashed in the final game against Philadelphia because they didn't need to win it to improve their playoff situation. So 3-3 three and three in 2016, all three losses in the division. And then the next four years, did I count right, 17-18? I lost you so a long time the ago, next, The next three years,
3: they went 5-1. and one. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me, Spags. Yeah, we'll just take your word for it. Yep, yep, that sounds good. We're, we're your yes-men, Mickey. You just pay attention uh, to me. Yeah, that's why it's your show. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, how many how many wins is it going to take to win this NFC East? Four. No, what? In, Four. In win the this? division.
3: Or yeah. in the division. I'm talking yeah, overall. in the division. <laughs> How many you got for overall, teams, makes the point what's overall? overall, What's your number overall? Overall. What's the What's the record?
0: Oh, I think. Yeah, They're it just all, wins. Just wins. It all shakes out. It's going to take seven or eight.
3: Yeah. Hey, look. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic you
1: know, on eight. We
0: keep picking on the NFC East. I get it.
3: I bo- And then the the one win the one win teams, what do they look at? How many is that? Like nine? Like nine, one. Oh, wow. It's
2: eleven, yeah. Right, one Jets have zero and there's ten other teams that have one win. Two of them are playing tonight and they are NFC East teams. That would be the Giants are playing the Eagles tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe not. The Eagles already have one tie on their, uh, so we'll see I mean they the the Eagles, what are they now? They're one, three, and one yes. right now, is that right? And so they could be one, three, and two <laughs> if they tie the Giants tonight, <laughs> okay, they're one, four, and one right now. Wow, They could be that's one four bad. and two that's pretty bad if they tied so. All right, so give us get us up to speed on what's going on at the Star in Frisco, Mickey. After hearing Mike McCarthy this morning and reports from well, the practice field,
0: Alvin Smith didn't go through the walkthrough yesterday. Sounds like he's got a pain in the neck. Uh, that's I like that,
2: right? <laughs> I want to say okay, straight now. His whole, this whole yeah, defense exactly. is a pain in the neck. Uh,
0: he was supposed to maybe <laughs> do some conditioning, maybe some limited stuff today. It seemed to
2: We lost we lost, Mick we lost, Mickey there. They are hoping for something, and we are hoping to get Mickey back here uh, momentarily. Uh, one thing I'll add to what uh, Mickey is saying there, Everson, is uh, I uh, taped the Mike McCarthy show last night, asked him about Randy Gregory, and he says uh, Gregory looks good on the practice field. He talked about him in his press conference this morning, too. Today's a, a big day for everybody, but there's no reason to think that Gregory wouldn't get through the, the padded practice today and uh, be ready to go on Sunday to make his debut. How much do you think, Everson, that the Cowboys could use a Randy Gregory on this defense?
3: Well, I don't know uh, if his uh, mentality or his knowledge of the defense is going to help at all, but I know he's going to have the freshest legs that anyone on the field is going to have. This guy has been waiting for so long to get back in this. Uh, I'm sure mentally and uh, mentally and emotionally uh, he's really going through some stuff right now. Uh, I just happen to be a little privy to some of the things that he's been going through. Uh, my former agent uh Steve Weinberg, has been really working oh, yeah, behind right. the scenes really to try and get uh, greggy back in. He's been talking about this since I was up for the Hall of Fame in Minneapolis. I think that was a cup at least three i think three years ago, so that's how long. This whole endeavor is taking. So I'm just glad that he's able to get back in. Obviously, when you're talking about the issues he's been having, um, the football aspect is really secondary. I mean, you know, in in the big scheme of things, uh, he's always had these issues, uh, and and uh, drug usage has been the, you know, been the the reason. Uh, I guess that, that culminated in that. And so I'm just hoping he can. I'm hoping football can bring him peace. That's really what I'm hoping that football can bring him a little stability and structure in his life, and uh, also from on the field, uh, I'm hoping that he can can pick up where Alden Smith left off, because Alden right. Smith's uh, productivity has dropped a bit, but he carried us as far as he could for a guy that's been out for longer than Gregory. I think you said five years uh, when we first started our uh, mix shots uh, this season. So uh, yeah, uh, Randy Gregory could play a big part. In this defense's uh, hopefully resurgence and success.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, just getting up to speed. Uh, you know, that's one of the one of the things in practice the last couple of weeks. He's been able to work out the last couple of weeks is getting him up to uh, football conditioning. And uh, but the the beauty of it, for as far as the Cowboys are concerned, they can use him. Uh, in pass rush situations, where you know he, he can uh, have some sort of an impact, um, I don't. Do we have Mickey back yet? I don't know. Nope. nope. He's not yet. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, the, the Cowboys—they've had bigger issues beyond the pass rush on this defense, obviously, uh, in the, through the first six games of this season. I mean, we talk about the turnovers, uh, uh, the giveaways on offense, and. Uh, everson you talk on and on about takeaways on defense and the lack thereof uh, but even just, just stopping other teams just because Ezekiel Elliott fumbles a couple of times and Andy Dalton throws an interception uh, against the Cardinals the defense has to stop the other team and yeah that, we, that we, do don't, we don't we don't always party.
3: have to to wave the flag anytime there's a turnover by our offense I think that's what's so disheartening we watch other teams I know you do it you see it Bill you watch other teams. And you see the scores of these games and you go, man, this is kind of refreshing, you know, to see someone playing defense. And it's a shame that we have to view our, uh, our defense in that manner because it just seems that uh, no matter who's coaching, uh, no matter what the system is, with the exception of the Giants game, you haven't seen any consistent productivity as a group. I think the best game they had, obviously, uh, was the Giants. And what you saw was it started where it should start. The front four, they were moving. They were, they were moving that offensive line. Uh, they were controlling the, 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 uh, the line of scrimmage. And they were penetrating, which gave Jalen Smith and, and, and Joe Thomas a chance to really show what they can do. And so that's the way it's supposed to fit. Yeah, But we, we've only seen that once out of six games.
2: And again, and again, that was against a Giants team that had scored one touchdown in the previous three weeks or something like that, or had gone two weeks without scoring a yeah. touchdown. So how much of it was the fact they were playing the Giants and how much of it was the Dallas defense, which... To that point, the Washington football team has about as many weapons on offense as what the Giants do, which is not much. They got Terry McLaurin, second-year receiver out of Ohio State, and that's about it on that offense. So if ever there was uh, an opponent that might be something that can fix this Dallas defense, uh, the opponent... <laughs> is that what you might. call it, fixing? Just yes,
3: fixing it. I don't, I don't know if it'll fix it. But it will definitely uh, placate the fans and, and hopefully the, the owner just a little bit because at this point, what you're looking at is uh, just a whole season of futility. And what we saw last year was different because, you know, we started out 3-0 and and, you know, everybody was balling. It was all, you know, everybody's jumping all around. We're talking Super Bowl. Well, now this is just a continuation of how we kind of ended last season defensively. Uh, the ineptness, uh, the 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 lack of run defense that the uh, I'm sorry, not just lack of, just the nonexistence of a run defense. So now, when you need your defense to step up, when your quarterback is out for the entire season, when you have a running back who's kind of having his fumble woes just a little bit, and which we know he'll come out of at this point, this is when you need a defense to answer they are like, okay, we got this. You guys go ahead and settle in, get your stuff together. We're gonna make sure, and we're gonna ramp up what we need to do to keep this team in in in, the, in the first place in the NFC East. All right, we are going
2: to take a break here, and hopefully Phil Derek has made it over to Mickey's <laughs> Yeah, we're waiting on Phil. Uh, we're waiting on Phil. To field. fix his computer issues. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
1: after that false start, we will have more mix Shots in just a moment. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Back, back, back to mixed shots.
2: PBR fans, <laughs> lock in your seats now for the 2020 PBR Unleash the Beast World Finals and don't miss a second of the action. PBR lands in the heart of Texas at AT&T Stadium November 12th through the 15th Get your tickets now at pbr.com or SeatGeek.com. Speaking of unleashing the beast, that's what just happened in the break here, Everson. As uh, if, if only we had some behind-the-scenes <laughs> camera on the what's going on as we try to get Mickey established. <laughs>
3: I, I, I oh, hope, I hope, uh, I hope Mickey's Achilles is is doing better because Chris is about to come whip his ass. I believe. <laughs> and Mickey sure is back, look, apparently. Sure As, looks
0: like it's working. on yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Of course, of course,
2: none of the problems ever since we know that none of the problems have been Mickey. <laughs> May I just point out one thing? I had.
0: I didn't change anything.
3: <laughs> he didn't, I didn't touch anything. It's it just I didn't touch anything. That's right. He says he says I did refresh
2: my computer. Anyway, all right, Follow. you're you're refreshed and ready to go now, Mickey. I am. Mickey, you so were talking we, about the practice report. You were caught in. Uh, you were cut off in mid sentence.
0: Right. Um, now the key thing is, and I guess we're going to have to wait till the actual report comes out. Is uh, how well or how much was Cam Irving able to practice? Uh, because they're looking at him as the potential starter at left tackle mm-hmm. uh, now that Brandon Knight uh, is recovering from his scope to repair torn meniscus. Uh, so he hadn't, he hadn't played but, what, part of one game? until uh, he got uh, rolled up on on that uh, extra point or field goal attempt and then he was ready to come back they thought off of IR last week and he and he came down ill so we'll see what he's able to do otherwise I mean the next guy's up is Greg Sinat uh, or Jordan Mills uh, who by the way you know I, I've been wondering what's the deal with him he's got seven years experience he's played all all the spots But I've forgotten that he basically didn't have any training camp. They signed him, uh, and he came in, and he wasn't, I I don't know how good a shape he was in or if he was ill, too. Uh, But at least this guy's played in the league quite a bit. Now, Sanat's got several games of experience. Um, So we'll see where they go at that that tackle position. Uh, It looks like Connor McGovern's probably your guard over there, so you don't have the ability to move Zach Martin around. So now you're going to have, uh, it, and if if Irving can't go, then you're it's the next guy up, next guy up, next guy up that that would end up at left tackle for you if if Irving can't go, your starter can't go. Uh, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. But you know what? What you guys were talking about, and and I was chomping at the bit to come in and say <laughs> absolutely. Just because you have problems on offense doesn't mean you should have to have problems on defense, right? Stop somebody. Uh and, and and remember, this this defense last year finished ninth overall in total yards. This defense this year is on record setting pace to get more yards than any team in Cowboys history. And that includes nineteen sixty, yes. by the way. Now I know it was only twelve games, but uh, I bet if you averaged it out, it's still going to be more than uh, any other team in, in club history. All they lost was four guys, right? Four guys uh, in free agency. Robert Quinn, Malik Collins, uh, Byron Jones, Heath.
3: and Jeff yeah, Heath.
0: Heath. And everybody wanted to get rid of Jeff Heath. Who got, who got, got like an Jeff interception West a couple of right weeks now?
3: ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he <laughs> did.
0: A big interception for the Raiders. Uh, Malik Collins, oh, we can't afford him. Think you can afford him mm. now? Um, because they're having troubles at defensive tackle. I understand the Quinn thing, uh, and and I don't know how well he's, you know, and, and 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 I was told last year, yeah, he got all those sacks, but that's all he was about. He didn't hold the edge down in the running game. Well, no one's doing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I, I, I don't get it so
3: so who, who do uh, and, we and have it's, and,
0: and it's what and it's you know what and everson and, and it was about what you were talking about two things one just mistakes you know the the, the, the Kyler we talked about the Kyler Murray run on uh, on fourth and one or whatever hold down the edge what are you collapsing inside for? The third and 11, the 12-yard pass to Larry Fitzgerald. What's the corner doing 10 yards off the line of scrimmage? You know where the ball's going. So what? He's not going to run by you. So it's just like just not playing smart
3: football. And who do you blame that on? Do you blame that on the coach? Or do you blame that on the defensive leadership? That's the issue that we're having here—it's the same problems we had last year with Chris Rashard being here, and they talked about the undercutting and things of that nature that may have been happening, and all those. We shouldn't have anything to do with how the guys are playing on the field because they still made the exact same mistakes they made last year, making even more this year. So is it Mike Nolan? Uh, it, it, you know, we want to blame Jason Garrett for that even. So now all the all the suspects have left. We've got new suspects. <laughs> what is the problem?
0: And, and and at some point, guys have just got to play, right? It, it, I mean, in your mind, it, it, if it's third and 11, and you're going to play 12 yards off the line of scrimmage? No. You, you're probably not going to. And so what if you get beat? You just got to play. I, You're you're in, I'm thinking man coverage on the 80 yard touchdown pass. They send out three receivers. The, The safety got the guy down the slot. The other corners got the guy on the other side of the field. Well, you probably should have that receiver that you just sat on and let go by you. 'Cause you were in single safety high. All you had to
3: do was that's turn all right? he had to do no. was just turn Not, around. Nothing
0: behind me. I guess I better run with him. And right? you've
3: got a guy they who's known make... as a deep threat. He runs like a four 40 That's his deal. That's, <laughs> that's his what deal, he does. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. Or
0: or like the or like the early in the game, the the, the end around to, to Christian Kirk, right? Well, they collapsed on that side of the field. When you see that guy in motion, you at least got to respect the fact that they might flip it to
3: him. Hey, we've seen they end the rounds before, so you would think they would game plan for anything that has hurt us in previous weeks. And anytime I talk about what we're going to see from the upcoming team, what you're going to see is what you've already seen because you haven't shown you can right. stop
0: it. Exactly, exactly. So at some point you got to think for yourself out true, there. True, very true. all well, the know, other part of
2: it. Go ahead, Mickey.
0: All, all I was going to say, all I know is it, it's really hard to win if you keep giving up thirty eight points a game.
2: Right, and even against the Giants, they gave up 34, and uh, of course there was an interception return for a touchdown. So the defense technically gave up 27 in that game. But it, a lot of it too is just being aware of the situation, aware Awareness. of the strengths of the other yes. team, which which comes in preparation throughout the week. And there are sometimes, uh, Bill, you know, when a yeah.
3: coach doesn't have to tell you that you've got video. Right. You know, we, I'm sure they're on social media all the time. Turn that crap off every once in a while and do like Sean Lee. Get in there and just watch a video. Just watch YouTube. You don't have to be this great, uh, uh, educated football player just to study uh, your upcoming competition's tendencies. You know, we we talked about uh, Worley. We talked about uh, 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 Brown. I keep getting his name. Anthony Anthony Brown, Brown. we talk about these guys, (laughs) and I I fuss about them all the time. I know I do. But once again, I, I can't necessarily blame them too much because they are what they are. We've known what they are for years now, okay? Why would we expect something different from players who haven't shown us any of that stuff that we're talking about? Why should I expect Brown to have any awareness during the ball game? Why should I expect Worley to cover the fastest man on the team on the opposing team when he couldn't even cover a tight end in the previous game against the Blitz? So what they're doing, I can't really say I blame them too much. That's like kicking a horse when he's down. But when it comes down to it, we need to start signing more players with that type of mentality that can make a difference in this on this team. So let me ask you, Everson,
2: a man with 57 regular season interceptions in his NFL career and another four, I think, in the postseason for 61 total. How much, what, what would you say the percentage of the plays that you made were the result of instinctive awareness type stuff as, during the flow of a game, during the flow of a play, as opposed to uh, what you are,
3: were assigned to do on a play? That depends on what part of my career you're talking about. <laughs> when I first went out there, I knew what the hell I was doing. I just couldn't stop anybody uh, consistently, and I had to say, "Okay, this defense is not made for me to necessarily make plays." So I'm gonna just, I just, I just said, you know what? I'm gonna be uh, aggressive within myself without trying to hurt the defense because they're gonna come at me anyway. So instead of just tucking my tail between my legs, I need to go ahead and rely on those instincts that you talked about, Bill. By the second half of the season, the the clouds were gone. I wasn't playing in a fog as I was during the first part. Of course, I had all the interceptions in the first part. That was just a matter of survival. All of a sudden, when I get into Mm -hmm. the second part, then we start getting to the playoffs. We got to the championship game. Then years after that, yes, instinctively, I would say – with the uh, teammates that I had and with the camaraderie and 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 uh, uh, cohesiveness that we had as a secondary, almost my entire game was about instincts really. We communicated. Mm-hmm. You know, if if Ron Fellows was having problems on the other side, you know, then we wouldn't we have helped him. Uh but as far as my my play was concerned, that's the only way I was able to survive was through my instincts because as much as we started off you're, in the zone, the teams always knew how to uh, put us into man-to-man during the progress of the play. Which means they're gonna—I'm gonna be by myself. So there's no—I don't need any knowledge about what I'm doing. I need knowledge about what they're doing. Right, and and so
2: you were able to be instinctive in the way you played because you had that That's knowledge
3: right. of what the other team That's is gonna exactly do. Exactly right. And so now I have to. Huh? I have to get into their heads. I have to get into their heads, and it's not right. about the, the game plan. The game plan is in, it's in you. It's, it's here, but when it comes down to it, you have to shut the game plan, and if Larry Fitzgerald comes out there at 38 years old or whatever he is, and it's 3rd and 11, and you run a 4-freaking-2, he's probably running an Everson Walls 4-7, lock up on this dude. Lock up on him. You, 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 you got to get out of the fog. He was not, he was not, there was no clear uh, thought process for him. At this point, he's reeling. And, and he, he, he hadn't, and our whole defense, our whole secondary has been reeling all, all season long. That's the problem. We don't, we don't have the, uh, we're not controlling the pace of the game in our secondary.
2: All right. Sounds, we continue sounds, with more
3: mix shots in, in a moment. That and, was my uh, mix shot. That was my wall news. shot right there. That man. was
0: that. That was that was Papa Walls. <laughs> Put down
3: <laughs> the computer. Get off oh, my wall. Oh, you sorry, DBS.
2: <laughs> <laughs> some Des Bryant news we'll pass along Uh-oh. when we come back here on mix shots
1: in just a moment. What do you call a group of grown men and women who get together every week proudly wearing the star to share a three hour long ritual of cheering, shouting at the TV and raising their Miller Lite together while yelling. How about them boys? You call it Miller Time and Cowboys Nation. Here's to the only beer of the Cowboys celebrating 60 years of greatness. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time.
2: If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero Yokiero guacamole. Back, back, back. to mixed shots.
0: Tour AT&T Stadium, the home of the Dallas Cowboys. Run on the field, see the locker rooms, and so much more. AT&T Stadium tours presented by... Seat Geek are available daily. Visit attstadium.com for details.
2: Mickey, I wonder, uh, where do you watch the game from uh, when you're at AT AT&T Stadium? Uh, The press box. I wonder if people can can tour the press box and see the Mickey Spagnola seat.
0: (laughs) Ah. I don't know if they want to be that far away. No, no,
3: it's, it's, it's in the bathroom. That's where it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the Mickey Spagnolo yes, throne. Yes, the throne. We're on. We're
0: on different
2: different thrones uh, during COVID nineteen <laughs> protocol. All right. All right, uh, the news regarding one Des Bryant. He apparently is on his way to Baltimore, and they're, you know, he uh, he worked out for the Ravens in August, and he's headed back there with the idea that they're going to sign him to their practice squad if it all works out. And so Des Bryant may have found an NFL home. We shall see. What do you think? When do the Cowboys
0: play the Ravens?
2: <laughs> uh, it is a month or so away, a little over a month away.
0: So he's got time to acclimate, to get through COVID-19 protocol, and uh, maybe get De- elevated. December third. All right, so he's got a the Thursday a more night than game, a month.
3: December third. Yep. I tell you what, that guy has been working nonstop after that Achilles injury a couple of years ago. I gotta admit, man, I, I I'm, I've been pulling for him for quite some time. Of course, he posts everything uh on social media so you can take a look at what he's trying to do. But uh man he looks good. He really does look good, but and everybody's like, well why don't we come back and play for the Cowboys? Well, he looks good but he doesn't look that good. You know, because we got some well, even our backups are uh no even room backups at the end are damn here. good right now at at the wide receiver position. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think he can play tight end? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. I don't know if Raven- you
0: Dez blocking on the line of scrimmage.
2: <laughs> Ravens making another move as they have acquired a pass rusher, Yannick Ngakwe, from the Minnesota Vikings, who have decided to wave the white flag on this season. As they get a third and a conditional fifth-round pick for Ngakwe, uh, and the Ravens uh, needed a pass rusher, they got, they got to figure out a way to... Um, to get some pressure on Patrick Mahomes if they meet in the postseason, and uh, with a four-man rush, and uh, so there you go. And Gakwe goes to Baltimore, and he's of course playing on the franchise tag this year.
0: It looks like they got to figure out how to complete some passes too. Quarterback struggling throwing the Who's ball. Jackson? That's why you they know, get there.
2: That's, that's why they're why bringing Des, Des, Des Bryant right. in.
0: Well, their their receiving core is not really stocked not. right now uh, very well. Uh, but they i mean he's their leading rusher uh, but he's he's not throwing the ball as well as he did last
3: year. If you recall so that's we'll going to be my that's, that's going to be my thing. AFC Super Bowl team. Still got him. And that has been the question on Lamar
2: Jackson uh, in his career. I mean even going back to college and especially his rookie year, remember the playoff game against the Chargers, he was I, I thought it was just remarkable the turnaround that he made passing the football from his rookie year to his uh, uh, year last year uh, when he wins the MVP. And um, so I don't know. You know, A lot of times it's footwork, it's things like that, that it's from a technical standpoint. Uh, we saw it early in Dak's career where uh, he would have uh, some issues and really had to focus on that. That may be something Lamar Jackson has to do. I, don't, I haven't watched him closely enough. But you know, when you look at their weapons, they've got the, the uh, home run threat in Hollywood, Brown, but, uh, and then Mark Andrews, a tight end. Um, and, uh, you know, if Dez if Des can stay healthy and if he's, if he's got it, I mean, he can, he can be productive for them.
3: And not, not only that, guys, yeah, I, I like the way that, you know, when you talk to Lamar Jackson, it's so different uh, because he can waste a play. You know, he can miss a pass every once in a while. It, it happens. But you know that he has the ability to make that up with his legs, So I don't think it's as glaring uh, with the the issues that that Spags was referring to earlier. Uh, Yeah, he might miss a a first down and 10 guy might be open. But, you know, all he's got to do is keep it on second down, and he could still be left with another first down or even a short third down. So he has that luxury that other quarterbacks just don't have. What
0: do you think when when these defensive coordinators are going to catch up with this concept? that that guy can't beat me with his feet. He's going to have to beat me throwing the ball. You know, it's the same thing with Kyler Murray. He's right. going to have to beat me throwing the ball, not with his feet. If i got to put eight guys in the box and take my chances, then I'll do that. Um, I mean, he had guys, I mean, they, they could have scored 50 points if he just completed half his passes. He was 9 of 24.
2: And, and Kyler Murray typically is a better passer than what he so showed the other man. night. And so true. And, and, Must have been
0: and, that cowboy defense, huh? <laughs> it was right. that pressure and so, so they actually,
2: yeah. <laughs> so they actually, the Cowboys actually caught Kyler Murray on a night where uh, he wasn't in sync and, and he, he was missing some throws badly, you know, and and some of it might have been not been in, in sync with a receiver or whatever. And so that gets to your point when you talk about uh, these defensive coordinators and the running quarterback and so forth. Well. I would assume that the defensive coaches coach the Cowboys to <laughs> guard against Kyler Murray running the football, and I would think, and so part of it is uh, carrying out a game plan too.
0: Which, by the way, I know that we we were kind of rushed to talk about this yesterday with uh, Sean Lee, uh, you know, doing a, a conference call. That was no coincidence that Sean Lee decided yesterday. He was going to have a conference call, right? It wasn't like they came to him, oh, Sean, we haven't talked yet. Would you talk? Right. No, he had his hand up in the air and he goes, let me go fix this. Right? And and, and, and so after I listened to it and, and a bunch of the stuff that he said, uh, it, it wasn't like he was being asked that. He was offering stuff, right? Right. How do you know if somebody that's talking is not even in our locker room? Or how do you know it's not coming from an agent? That didn't just happen to come out of his mouth, right? So Sean Lee knew what he was doing, and that's why they need him on the field they need him on the field. You were at Everson said about they need leadership on the field, somebody to take charge. You know, I thought Van Der Esch was going to do that. Then he gets hurt right mm-hmm. away. And it takes a while when you come back to not come back and try to big time everybody. But they need somebody out there to kind of be the leader uh, and, and get guys and let them know, hey, what are, what are you doing? You know, you can't do that. That's what they need. And, and so... Gosh, they just can't get him back soon enough.
3: Yeah, you just wish that the, uh, and I know everyone's flailing right now. It's kind of hard to have a a, 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 a professional relationship, with the way Mike Downs and myself had. You know, I, because we were successful and because we had the best front line ever in front of us, then I mean, we kind of had the luxury to sit back and talk about what. We wanted to do in a ball game. We were always in tune to what we needed to do. Charlie Waters, always in tune to what's going on during the ball game. When Charlie left, Dexter Klingscale. You know, this guy's one of the smartest people I know. His entire family's smart. So you kind of rely on people who have those attributes so that it can make you better as a player. And 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 it's not just about you. It's about the entire secondary having some type of knowledge and continuity. We're tied together with a string, right? So we need to be coordinated. There is no coordination at all in the Cowboys secondary. Everyone seems like they're on their own and covering their own asses right now. And it can't be that difficult.
0: We're not splitting the (laughs) atom
3: here, right? Just playing defense. It's about the willingness it's about hit. the willingness to do it. It's like Dennis Rodman and rebounds. He's 6-6. He out rebounds everyone in the league. It's not supposed to happen logically. But it's not all about that. It's about what you're determined to do. It's rebounds are about how much you want it and someone has to take the initiative and show how much they want this thing to work. Who's the Who's the leader? Who's the communicator in the secondary? It would have to be Thompson. He's a safety. No, it would probably be Xavier Woods. Well, with Xavier being mostly, he was he's usually up at the line of scrimmage. Am I wrong? Well,
0: but he's doing he's doing both, and they've been changing that safety position. Uh, every game, I mean Thompson. This last game, and, and, didn't yeah, play. And,
2: yeah, Thompson was a he was playing as a as a dime linebacker. So
0: Donovan Wilson's back there, Xavier's back there, uh, and now maybe Parker will be back there even more that they signed him to the fifty three man roster. Well, and speaking of Dexter Klingscale, that's the only other guy I ever had to tail when he disappeared too. <laughs> Boy, what the 80s something or what? I figured I figured I figured I figured we finished the show where we started. Mickey Tailing, Phil Parker. Hey, the 80s and man, Dexter the Clay 80s was,
3: they were a different beast. It was a different beast, brother.
0: <laughs> and he never came back no, either, he did right after he, he didn't
3: he, he just He went to the he went to the coach. And he went to the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. All right, Mickey, we got uh, maybe
2: a minute left. You got another mixed shot for us.
0: Yes. No, I already used it. close it
3: out with? I I used it already, I think. Yeah, we we better let Chris go, man. We better let Chris go do his job. They're
0: they're on pace to uh, give up 2,700 yards
2: this year. So if the Eagles win tonight, they'll be what? Two, four, and one?
0: They'll be a half
2: game up. Okay. So the Cowboys could fall out of first place if the Eagles win tonight. And by the way, the Eagles did put Zach Ertz on IR today. Oh, they so, did. Yes. Yeah. So, Ertz will not be there next week when the Cowboys he play the Eagles. He won't be there till you about week eleven. You want to see a 11? team?
3: He won't be there till about week eleven. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, it's uh, he's supposed to be out three to four weeks for sure. And so. did they
0: lose another tackle already, or can't play tonight? Um, Say it again. Uh, their tackle, the left tackle. I thought he had gotten Their
2: third-string left tackle who's supposed to play? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we'll we'll talk Eagles next (laughs) week, but you talk about a team that has as many injuries or more than the Cowboys, it's the Eagles. So uh, they do have their quarterback, though. All right. That does it for mixed shots for this Thursday. And, oh, what a fabulous Friday we've got (laughs) ahead for us tomorrow when we make our picks on the Dallas-Washington game. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Cowboys.
1: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?